0: This is the prepare for battle podcast and on earth conversation with Aaron and Sharon either represent the human spirit in an attack from an automated digitally generated algorithmic driven machine in the digital battlefield that is our business reality. So fire up your business motivers, dial in your crown chakras and connect at ready for these mega downloads. This week's episode in three, two, one. Today, we're going to have a good old rant.
1: A battle rant.
0: So Sharon, you proposed this this topic today, and yep. uh, at first I didn't I didn't really understand it, but then now it's made complete sense, and I've been looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, me too, because I love to have a good whinge.
0: Yeah, I think it's yeah, let's open the floodgates.
1: <laughs> All right, so where are we going to start?
0: Um, well, I need to take a moment here because there there is a lot. Um, I mean, and not that I, not that I'm one to, to have a whinge. Usually, I bottle it up, um, just because that's the type of person I am. I don't, I don't, I don't think many people can help you most of the time. Sometimes you got to get it out there, but I, I, yeah, I normally don't share what I'm upset about because I don't feel like it's gonna get me anywhere. But in this case, it's gonna be some good content, so I'm gonna make an exception. Uh, that's Let's good. see. Let's when see.
1: I- when I was in government, um, Aaron, I can remember in the early days they used to call me a whinger. They'd say, you're always whinging about something. And I said, well, how else are things going to change if we don't talk about it?
0: That's a good point. Um, well, what were you whinging about back then? Uh, what
1: needed well, oh, change? Lots of things, really. I can't think of one thing in particular right now, but I can remember people would say things like, oh, just let her have it. Shut her up keep her quiet, stop her whinging. So I got what I wanted.
0: <laughs> well, that's not. Um, raising a couple of kids, I I can't give in that easy. I don't want them to think that's how the world operates.
1: Well, that's right. That was really me being petulant when I look back on it now. It's not the ideal way to, um, to have conversations or get what you want or try and steer a boat in a certain direction. When you're known for whinging or complaining or stomping up and down,
0: here she comes again. Here
1: she what comes now? again. Out the way. You deal with her. No, you deal with her.
0: <laughs> I you know, I'm still looking over here um some of the suggestions you've made. And um, you know, what I'm liking here is is having a having a rant buddy or, or having a good rant with your coach. I'm sure there's a few coaches, business coach, life coach, sporting coach that just cops it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's probably um the most typical place to have a professional rant would be with someone like that, but often it ends up being someone that you just one of your friends or someone that you might meet down at the shops and you find yourself ranting about something <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm I'm sure well you know now that i'm now that I'm a little more comfortable i I do have a rant buddy a um at a work rant buddy and i would always i mean i i don't use that avenue um all that often but um, when it needs to happen, especially you know there's got to be different topics so when there's um, you know issues in the family that you've always got the brother and a sister that you want to talk to, or you know there's there's always someone in your your team at work that you can have lunch with and just get it out of, get it out of the, uh, your system. but uh, yeah, re- regarding my work buddy um, we so we, we've been friends for a while. Um, she's now a client we're building a project together. But she's um, understood that the 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 struggles with dealing with particular clients, and it's I I tend to feel like if if the client knew what they wanted, they could either do it themselves or they would tell me how to do what I need to do for them. Um. So my my understanding is that nobody when you when you go have someone else do the job for you, they don't really know what the job is that they need done, and unfortunately that. Um, lack of scope it tends to suffer from from many issues of of scope creep right through to just just wasting time and and budget and resources and and more conversations than than needs to to happen um, because you know being being a business consultant you're there trying to extract the requirements what's what's actually necessary here and what am I going to do to not only achieve the objective but also satisfy my client. And some clients are extremely hard to deal with because they're either, I don't know, delusional, (laughs) or uh, you know, well, detached from reality. Um, I, you know, living in a dreamscape. Uh, all of the above, and uh, I can't get this smile off my face. I don't know the listeners can probably hear me smiling because I'm holding back, but I've got one one client in particular, and I know this is a public podcast, so you know it's not something that I really want to share, but it's it's uh, it's been affecting me lately. So and relevant. Yeah. It is it is relevant. It's um it's just. There's always, there's ways of going about things and there's professionalism in in business and in careers and work and the the way you you might handle your boss, for example. And I say handle because you're tiptoeing around these kind of situations. But for most of the time, 99% 99% of the time it's just the way you just the way you roll it's part of the the job it's it's just you you know you're Monday to Friday and you know how that person reacts and how that person is so you just deal with it but occasionally you get pushed over the edge and that's and this is where I I would still bottle that up until it's just, you, you just you just got to I mean you just got to check yourself. That's what it comes down to. It's like wait a minute, am I am I overreacting? Am I feeling this swirling of emotions um, for no particular reason? Am I just did I get out of the wrong side of bed today? Like what what's happening? Or do I have a perfectly good reason to be fired up and off my head over this situation?
1: And what's the answer?
0: <laughs> well usually usually I'm, I'm, yeah, usually it's fair enough. Usually, I get told we're just telling the truth. Tell them to pull their head in, or, or tell them to tell them you can't work with them, or, or just you know cut it off. A bit like cancer, just just cut it off. Um, but that's that's usually not the easiest thing to do.
1: No, and and then it, you've got to ask yourself whether or not they're a person that you see yourself working with in the future or want to work with in the future. And then you know, bottom line is. You know, what's the account worth? You know, there's all those consequences that you've got to weigh up before you let your emotions get away with you. And how are you going to resolve this um, in a way that keeps that relationship intact if you still want that client? And I guess that's where the the rant buddy or the rant coach would come in.
0: Yeah. A safe place. Yeah, critical partnership here because they've got to, yeah, they've got to onboard that energy, process it for you, hear you out, and then not not guide you in any, any particular way, like allow you to process it because sometimes hearing yourself out loud is enough for you to realize, all right, I'm done with this, or um, it is what it is and the client's worth too much money to me, so let me just take a breather and and work this out another way. Um, so where I seem to struggle is there's the, there's the right thing to do in terms of, um, I mean, the thing is, there's more than one right thing to do. I'm looking at it like, what do I owe this person? Nothing really. Um, it, this is, this is a, a business transaction. Have, have I supplied what I said I'm going to supply? Have I completed my services? yes or no and you, you do finish a job you complete that so that's that's fine but there's there's a it's a personality thing i like to finish the job and i like to see i like to see a mutual win so for me to to leave a project incomplete or at least incomplete in my mind mm. um is is hard for me
1: yeah well there's there's um very little sense of accomplishment and you would I would imagine feel incomplete um as you as a business person and what you stand for yeah if if you weren't able to to finish the project and and I guess at the end of the day, you know it's a level of taking the high road, and you know it was it was said to me today there's difficult people everywhere all the time that we've that we've got to deal with, whether we like it or not. But we do go into business so that we can pick and choose to a degree. So we have we have less we have less of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I but yeah that that's that's a luxury of having your own business to an extent. You can just shut it down. It's not like you have to deal with that with that boss that you know you you, you might even like your job and you you've got to deal with people in the office that you don't really want to deal with. Um, but when it's your client, yeah, it's. It's, um, I mean, there's more flexibility there, but there's also more responsibility at the same time. Um, so, in, in particular with this project, it's we we really struggle to nail down the scope, and and not even the scope of the the, the work that was involved, but the actual direction of the project from at a, at a business model level. And uh, when when you've got issues at that level, um, and there's a limited amount of funds for the project, along with you're supposed to get to a particular milestone where that project should be um, self-propelled financially mm-hmm. um, in terms of attracting enough clients that the the business couldn't stand on its own two feet. Um, but every time there's a change early in the, the game, you see that slowly getting further and further away and the bank accounts also drop in. So the time's running out and although you can probably see it come in easily, months in advance there's always you know as good business people there's always solutions for this kind of thing and and I like to think that you can you can you can have these conversations but when you're dealing with people that are either um, I, I want to say overly optimistic but it's it's not even that it's just a, a lack of appreciation for reality.
1: Well they probably want everything done um, under the banner of whatever you said the scope was going to be, I would imagine, I'm just thinking out loud, but not really.
0: No, you go for it. <laughs> I'm processing <Yes>. right now.
1: <laughs> you know, where where people say, oh, yes, I want this, this and this, and so you give them that and then they go, oh, no, but I didn't know it needed this as well. I didn't know it, oh, you had to do this either. So now they want all of that included under the scope because, because it's They've become enlightened all of a sudden.
0: Yep, yep. Now, now moving on to another case. Um, I mean, this is just so common. And I mean, okay, I'm going to look at the, the positive side here. From a from a business point of view, that deals with these projects and deals with with people and their and their dreams uh, or their their goals, projects. Um, yeah, our our business system. I mean, I've, I've got to take. I mean, I've got to take ultimate responsibility here. Like at some point, I I should have stepped in and said, you know what, this is not going to work. Or, um, I mean, normally that's what would happen. But in this case, I'm not going to say that because I, in, I inherited a project, so mm-hmm. the damage is already done. I was yeah. already in, I was already in, um, yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I was, yeah, uh, trying to Knee patch,
1: no and trying to
0: shovel at the same time. <laughs> um, but I mean, that, that that's, I mean, that's just the challenge that I like. So yeah, I was all about it. But looking to the positive side is when you get hit with these challenges, and, and it's not just in business, but in any aspect, um, you you need to stop and think about how did this, how did I let this happen now? Can we, is there a way that I can prevent this from happening in the future? I'll make the best of the case that I can right now, but in the future, is it, could I have impl- implemented a, a system so that this would have been well and truly avoided, or at least could I have managed it differently?
1: Probably all of the above, I would imagine. You know, I imagine that there's probably, you know, hundreds of people that have developed systems and for these sorts of situations and they're not being used because then it's just another system to, to do. Um, yes, you could manage yourself differently um, and you could have been right up there, right up front, going, no, this isn't going to work or that's not going to work or we can only do this part of the project or the requirements of what they want it's a hard I think it's a hard call to make because you know there's there's more than one dynamic going on in these situations in business you absolutely
0: know. I'm thinking um, productivity like as much as you might be stepping on toes there's always that one person that kind of comes in a bit rough and upsets the team but they seem to get the job done. I, so,
1: the, so they're just like a bit of drama with their with their work and their coffee
0: well I mean you know you know you've got to um got to crack a few eggs to make an omelette mm-hmm. true and and I wonder well well in in my team um i so w- with my project manager and myself, I play good cop bad cop with our clients sometimes mm-hmm. um and and we prep this. i mean it's kind of it, it I don't know what their listeners are thinking, but this is, this is, this is, this is true. I mean, this is what we do. Um, when there's a client they want something that's just unreal. And un, I mean, you know, everything's possible, but just with whether it's costs or timeframes, we have to, we want to deliver something. I mean, it's, it's a matter of saying, can we, can we get them halfway? Is there a, is there a, like a safe zone where everyone wins or do we need to walk away from it? And um, I think early, early in business, you, you, you don't really want to let a customer go. Uh, I think that's something that happens as you mature, and it's probably these cases that make you mature because you you realise there wasn't a win there. You you need to work out well how do I how do I manage the situation so that the client gets what they want, so that we get so that we can complete another job, stay alive as a business and then um but, but you wanna you want a win win situation. So when you play good cop bad cop with a with a client, it's it's good if you've got I mean our, our dynamic is a technical person. So you can we can throw questions back and forth like, well, I believe that's possible. And then you think, well, from a technology point of view, now, realistically, how long is that going to take to build? Okay. Can we cut corners on that to have something built in a, in a short amount of time? Like even even just building a, a basic website, like it's it's going to take weeks to get done. I mean, and then you got to think, well, is there is there branding involved in this design work in this website, or do we already have that? Like, where, like, what do we have to work with? There's so much there's so much going on. I mean, this is this is the beauty of small business and wanting to get an online presence and dealing with um, communicating the message of the business through a website, and then what the website's actually used for. So there's, I know. there's there's so many moving parts, as you're saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I don't think people realise how much work goes into putting up a website, especially one that communicates without having copious amounts of stuff at you all the time. You know, just that whole branding type of thing. Unless you want it to look like, you know, a five dollar job off. Fiber, then you know that's what it's going to look like. But in the same token, um, I found that website development and coming from a place of where I taught myself um, to do my own websites and other websites, um, it really it really doesn't take that much if you're just looking at a basic website. I'm talking. I'm not talking about. Um The big massive ones that governments and corporations have and things, but just be everyday yeah. user that's starting off um it doesn't need to be war and peace it can it can be you know half a dozen pages and that's not going to take too long a few weeks like you say if you got your graphics but then you've got your content that needs to go into it oh, well well i don't really know what <laughs> the
0: content the content's always a bottleneck i saw your face change when you said content you're like wait a minute <laughs> wow um i mean content for a business card can take weeks
1: yeah yeah
0: i mean there's i'm sure people are laughing about that um but it's when you when you try and do it, it's like the logo will take weeks and then –
1: Well, yeah. the thing is they've all oh, got to match. Yeah. You know, I'm a girl and I like to match my stuff. But all of these um, representations of your business all need to have some sort of consistency across them so that when someone sees it, they go, oh – that's Incentive 33. Oh, that's battle and code. They know straight away from the colours, the fonts and backgrounds or whatever else you're going to use. So, yeah. uh, you know, there is a lot more to it, but I don't think it has to be as big as some of them say, you know, where they're charging just ridiculous prices for website design. I think it's just got a bit out of control for an everyday thing now.
0: Yeah, I, I Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, but with that being said, I, I mean, so I was looking at products today, like developing, you know, we are developing our own products ecosystem and, and, and looking at what, what it is we offer at different price points. And you got to be able to, you know, you got to hit all the hit all the areas and clients might be ready for the premium package. They might want entry level package. And I'm thinking, how do I because I'm really enjoying the social media space. I haven't I haven't really rolled up my sleeves on it just yet. Um, but there's just it's changing it's changing a lot with the or with just with with apple and its new operating system offering to block your unique identifier for your device so really you know if you're an apple user you can be cognito um away from the likes of facebook and their and their advertising their, their target marketing i mean a lot of people will enjoy that and i understand that they like being targeted because they like you know Customized generated content. Um, you know, as as we all get used to with things like Netflix and and YouTube, that you know presents us what the algorithm thinks we might want to watch.
1: I've never liked ads ever, and probably never will. Whether it's something I'm interested in or not, they can all take a flying jump.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I don't I don't like it. I mean, none at all.
1: None. If none. I want if I want something, I'll go and you know look for it myself. I don't need to be like I was just watching a show on T V and I counted ten times they put the same ad on for an electricity company. Wow. Like, That's just ridiculous. There's got to be some law against that. Here's a rant coming on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I've been going. I've been going since we started the show, so by all means take the take the um the lead here. Uh, but yeah, I mean the, the ads, I mean I I mean there's different types of ads. I mean, when I'm talking about customized algorithms, it's it's like if you're watching Netflix and you watch a particular style of, you like action movies, right? And you you watch those, and they all of a sudden when you log in, it might say, you know, suggested other action movies that might have the same actors or might you know have similar storylines, or maybe a whole bunch of other people that watched those movies that you just watched also watch these ones as well. So, in that respect of custom content. Being delivered to you because that saves you looking.
1: Um, well, I don't care what everyone else is watching. That's the thing. Like yeah. I really don't give a tinker's cuss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I, I totally appreciate that too. I mean, so so I was, I, I did the the trial for YouTube of the the premium YouTube, and it cut it cuts all the ads out. Yes. So when I when I click on a video, the video just pops up. And I'm watching the video. There's no wait for five seconds and you're there hanging over hovering over the skip ad button. Um so anyway, the trial ran out a couple of days ago, and I've gone back to watching ads, and I just get pumped with the same ad every single video. And 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 I'm a I'm a I'm a bad YouTube surfer. So I might watch a video for 20 seconds, jump 30 seconds, watch another 10 seconds, jump five minutes watching you know it's like I am not hooked yet so the thing is as I'm listening to and watching the youtube I'm also scanning to see other related videos on youtube so I'm watching and surfing at the same time just flying through youtube content and for whatever reason um but when I get hit with an ad every time it just makes the whole process a chore so it's it's not enjoyable and when you getting hit with the same ads it's like you just – it's giving you a headache. So I'm going to have to pay. Um,
1: well, just, Aaron, I've been paying for premium YouTube for a long time now because I don't mind. That's a good use of my money because I can't stand ads. So I will pay not to have ads. Yeah. And speaking of such, I remember when Foxtel first came out and you you paid for Foxtel and there. That was because they didn't have any ads, and I couldn't stand ads, so I stopped watching TV, started watching Foxtel. Then all of a sudden oh no. they put ads on.
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: And I can remember having a rant about that over the phone to the poor person on the other end going, why am I paying you?
0: Yeah, this wasn't the deal. We that's had a right. deal. You lied. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, that's never good when you feel ripped off like that.
1: Well, that's right. But they would just come back with some other salesy type thing. So they were all ready for customers like me who were going to jump ship because of of the ads that they were putting on. And, and I just said to them, well, I am out because if I'm going to watch Woolworth's ads on Foxtel, then I'll just go back to watching them on free TV because Foxtel wasn't cheap back in those days and I made it a priority because I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I like your style. Thank you. Yeah, I mean it, it. makes it makes sense. I mean, it, so I'm thinking about this not just because they they waste your life these these bloody ads. Um, it's it's also because they they're they've got access to your mind. They, yeah, you're I, being
1: controlled.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm being brainwashed unconsciously by yes. by the brands. I mean, I don't I don't care about. I mean, should I should we start dropping the the culprits? No, I don't want to give me any extra space. But there's there's one there's one particular ad that I just don't understand. Now I'm gonna to to, I'm gonna to have to talk about it. So I was I was actually having a rant, true story, today. Yeah. Um, and it's Toyota. They've done it. Now now they're getting free promotion right now. And I, and I appreciate them. Um, but so what what it what it was? There's a there's an ad they have at the moment. Here we go. This is a real rant. Um,
1: For a car, not a robot, not not a was, humanoid or anything, is it?
0: Um, well, I don't, I don't know. I this is the whole confusing part because because I've just come off a, mo- a month of not watching ads, and then the same ads coming up all the time. It is, it's an Olympics ad, um, and I'm like, well, the Olympics are are they in Japan this year, and they uh, or is it next year, and well, they they're coming up. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not a, it's funny. I'm not a worldly person. Um, but in the in the in that sense. But um, I mean, there's as as far as I know, they're in Japan, and no one's allowed to go because of COVID. Hmm. So it's going to be an, an Olympics with no spectators, which I mean, is a raw raw deal considering the investment.
1: Lots to of set TV up. screens sitting on seats.
0: Yeah. Did they, I remember when they first did that. They put fake cardboard cutouts of people in the crowd. <laughs> did you? Was that real? Did Did I just imagine that?
1: Well, I didn't know if they were fake or not, but I remember seeing people there, and I thought, well, that's not allowed.
0: <laughs> yeah, holograms, robots,
1: some things. Probably my humanoid.
0: Yeah, well, you shouldn't have given him a break. Yeah, yeah. has called on holidays. <laughs> that will happen. Robots need breaks. So no, anyway. This this ad. Um, so it's it's a Toyota ad. I, you, you don't realize till the end. All it is it's a it's a it's a young girl. She's a gymnast and she's doing her routine, going from screen to screen, like going through rooms. And the screens turn in so that so all of a sudden there's a gradient of 45 degrees. Then all of a sudden the whole screen flips over, and she's in another room. The, but the thing is, they, they're playing like uh, Mexican music, and it's um it's a Mexican um, athlete. And and I'm thinking, is this is this is this real for everyone, or is it just because I'm Mexican and they're targeting me and giving me a, or is this just a thing? I, I don't understand what's going on. I'm like Ooh, why is why am I seeing be. this right now? And then because you know, I mean, I'm 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 somewhat patriotic. I like I like seeing the, the you know the familiar colors on the big screen. And anyway, so she's going through and she's doing quite good. Like you know, it's a good performance. And that at the end it says their tagline something like um begin your impossible and then it comes up as Toyota and I was like I couldn't look away from this ad because I was confused the whole time and I'm wondering is this is what marketing has come to bamboozling people
1: yeah well they do that in supermarkets they move everything around all the time so you think oh what weren't the eggs down there last last time no they're at the other end now so then you'll get confused and you'll things that you didn't plan on buying.
0: You know what? I didn't even think of that. You're right. Like Woolies is known for having everything in the same order, like like aisle-wise. Yeah. But the milk and the eggs and the, and the, the I don't know, the bread, like the basic stuff yeah. that, that everyone buys at least one of the above um, is randomly placed around the edges of the shopping center. Yeah. So we're like little rats in there trying to sniff out the bread. <laughs> Where where my cheese at? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's not where
1: you think it is.
0: That's terrible.
1: <laughs> it's called marketing. Yeah. That's how they justify it and sleep at night.
0: I mean, it's it's all at the bottom line.
1: Always, though. No, that's changing. I you know live in live in a future where that'll change because each generation will make it so. But I digress.
0: Yeah, I. I I feel like pressing the reset button. I forgot what we're up to.
1: Yeah, we were talking, you were talking about the confusion of the Toyota ad.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but then I thought, begin your impossible. That's kind of cool. (laughs) I thought everything seems to be impossible these days, but everything's possible. You know, everything is everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's only impossible if you say it is.
0: Yeah. Like in the sense that, um, everything's good and bad at the same time.
1: Oh, does that mean we're balanced?
0: I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not sure. It's it's almost like we're we're not allowed to know what's like what what is what's true. And well, I'm,
1: what the I'm, plan is?
0: Oh, yeah, we can't start that. We can't start that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about diet. You know, like everything's supposed to be good for you, but then it's not bad for you, and then eating in moderation, and it's just like it's. It's um, it's too confusing,
1: yeah, well, you know, I guess for the sheep across the road, it's all the same,
0: yeah, give me an update what's what's going on?
1: Not much, not much. They've gone up 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 the top of the hill, and they haven't been coming down close to where I am for a little while now, so they must know I'm talking about them
0: all right, yeah, they well, I mean, if they're anything like us or like me, um they don't like being watched or spied on,
1: yeah, <laughs> do you think they know?
0: I think they know more than what we give them credit for.
1: Mm, yep, I would agree with that. I mean, there's cows there now, and they're, they're they're completely different kettle of fish anyway, aren't they? They don't seem to bother too much about anything, really. I yeah, did wonder if they cows. were getting cold last night, though.
0: Well, I don't know if you heard me do my zipper up, but I just put on a jumper because looking at you and thinking about how cold it is where you're at um, made me cold.
1: It's amazing how how that happens, isn't
0: it yeah i I mean' he's, i mean you know who's the worst he okay rant number two or three um so my my wife she she can't watch um people eat on t v because as soon as she does all of a sudden she has cravings for whatever they're eating, and then it's my job to go track it down
1: <laughs> but that that's marketing again, that's good marketing like, <laughs> they've made it so enticing that she wants to eat it
0: straight away. I don't know away. what we were watching. It was, I mean it could have been Kung Fu Panda or something and it was like, wait, wait, like dumplings right now or or noodles and, and I'm like, but we just we just had dinner like, uh, I, I'm just I'm in my pyjamas, you know, leave me alone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go on these food adventures right now. I mean it's it's tough. I mean, living in Newcastle I mean, hey, I'm not going to. Um, it's not. It's it's not good, but it's not that. I mean, it's not. It's not bad. It's not good, but I mean, we don't really have such a, a food culture in here in Newcastle. There's like it's hard to find things that are open after seven p.m.
1: Oh, what about Uber?
0: Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I've got a boner pick with them too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> um, so I've got I've got a thirty dollar voucher with Uber. Um, and I, and they've, they've extended the expiry date by, I mean, by a month or, or three, at least maybe three or four or five times. It's just this $30 voucher to try Uber Eats just keeps getting extended. Like, um, and it comes to me by a message, by email, through the Uber app. It just keeps coming at me. And when I, whenever I go in there to look, I'm always just outside the, the area to get what I, what I want. Or, oh. or whatever. I mean, you can imagine all of a sudden we're watching Kung Fu Panda. Um, my wife's got a craving for dumplings. So I jump on and, and look up dumplings and it's like they're, they're not available to me for some reason. And it's like, if I lived in it, it and I'm not sure whether it's these guys on push bikes or whether they are, they don't have the, the cars anymore. But if I was in Hamilton uh, or even where we used to be over your way, I would, I would be able to get them. But a, yeah, dumpling place is just
1: around the corner.
0: But Newcastle East is is not. It's like it's out of range or something. And I'm like, but what, what are you doing to me? They're playing with you. I mean, if anything, Newcastle East, we should we should have everything. Well, I'm close to the town. Yeah, but
1: I agree. What are you doing, Uber?
0: I mean, it could have just been the dumplings. I I, I don't know if this is a general case, but um, yeah, I wasn't. I mean, I mean, it got me off the hook, but I mean, I just, I wasn't, I don't even know what happened. But usually, it means I have to get in my car and do it myself.
1: Yeah, no one likes doing that.
0: No, no, nah, that's that's too hard. These are the 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 hard luxuries of of modern reality.
1: Well, when you live in a city like Newcastle, I would expect, or even when I was there, um, that you could get what you wanted pretty much whenever you wanted. You'd think well, so. Well, from memory, I don't think I had trouble getting any anything um, from Uber Eats and, and that could have been where I was, but I mean, I was a little bit out of the city CBD, I'd call it, but then close to the, that, that street the, that's the got street. all the restaurants. Yeah, i got yeah. what it's called now. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good spot. Can't find a park over there though.
1: No, no. <laughs> no you gotta walk
0: <laughs> no uh, no you know you know i've and i've done this i'm going to confess i have parked in a taxi zone twice i parked in no three times um actually they're both taxi zones or it could be in a bus stop but i just i just give up and i just pull up wherever i need run in grab it i mean you know it looks like i'm a i'm an uber driver because it's yeah. just the you know because the fact I'm running, I'm holding the phone in my hand, the car's still running, um yeah so I I haven't been caught yet but um it does it does concern me I mean like wh- why don't they just change taxi zones uh, Here we go someone someone have a whinge about this and and I and I mean no disrespect to taxi drivers but there should be especially on a on a street like uh, Beaumont Street in Hamilton where all the where all the shops are where all the food places are there should be more like five minute five minute drop off pickup or or just transient zones.
1: Yeah. Well that would make sense. But you probably have to go to a local council meeting or something to get that changed in your spare time.
0: Well, I mean I remember I remember you changed the street signs. I did. When you were here? Yes. Like what was that all about? Like it just seemed like when when I I was like how convenient. Have you always had that personal park at the front of your house?
1: No, I didn't and When I moved there, um, there was no parking and it would drive me crazy that I couldn't get a park out the front of my place. But after I had my injury, I was able to get a disability parking signs put out there and all I had to do was ring council and say, I have a disability and I'd like some parking out the front, please. So off they came, dug a hole, stuck a pole in. And yeah. that was all mine.
0: Yeah, this brand new, shiny, galvanised, disabled parking for one. That's right. Right at, right at your front door. It was yeah. really nice, actually. I well, thought, the guy, well, why not? We've got to look after our people. I just didn't expect it to happen so quick.
1: Yes, well, it doesn't normally. But that's what happens when you get on the phone over and over again.
0: Yeah, you got to make it happen.
1: Yeah, because, you know, council workers are very busy. That's a bit tongue-in-cheek.
0: Oh, I mean, I see them out and about. I, what, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: I see them uh, out here a lot too. Different reasons, though. So, I mean, regarding
0: government employees, you, you've got here that government rewards people uh, who misbehave, and how and how these are the people that get promoted. Um, is is it because they they like to have a, a, a whinge, or they just you know, they just rub people the wrong way. So they rather than boot them out the door, which is probably too hard and, and potentially an unfair dismissal case, that people just would promote them to a higher position, in another department. He, he's more pay and more holidays. Piss off. Did
1: I say that?
0: Yeah, uh Well, yeah. I've, I mean, it's it's here in um, F14.
1: Yes, though, I could see it. <laughs> <I'd> be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, they, they were my notes.
0: <laughs> you didn't put any names in here, though. No. I, w- I want the details.
1: No, no, I can't give names. But it was my experience that I did notice when I was working in government that um, some managers who, who would um, do things that, were, that probably others might get sacked for, terminated, um, were moved sideways, if not sideways, upwards, um, with a promotion after they had um, after they had done some bad things at work.
0: Were they really bad?
1: Yep. You have to wait for another episode.
0: Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving the door open. Um, I mean, it just seems to be. Yeah. I mean, where my mind's going now is not healthy either. Um, I mean, yeah, it, like, sorry. Go on. No, I, I'm not going anywhere. It's all, I, It's all you.
1: You know, it's an institution and when I got in, it was still a department and they had lots of departmental culture and behaviours that weren't very healthy or very positive for people around them and, you know, it was just the way things were. I mean, I'd walk in green as, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and go, what's going on? But you soon learn to keep your mouth shut and look the other way. How did you last so long? Well, it was a big department and I just kept moving around. When I didn't like something, I would move to another area or a restructure would happen and and you'd get moved and teams were shaken up and you would go into new areas of work with new people. So it seemed like a new job. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can see that. No, that's a good strategy to play.
1: Well, I didn't realise it at the time. I was just very unhappy. It went against a lot of my personal values, I guess. And um, But it was an interesting place. It was a very, very interesting place to work in. Um, and it wasn't until I left I realised working in all those areas, I became a generalist across lots of different areas IT business projects, yeah. um, policies, procedures, um, and how that actually impacts people on the ground, you know, the customers and the staff who have to implement these things. Um, so I learned a lot about stuff, and I'm, I'm a very good watcher. You know, I learn by watching. And so I picked up a lot of stuff that I probably would not have, well, I know I wouldn't have Learned if I became a specialist or expert yeah. um, in one, you know, niche, and it's because of all of those experiences I can now do the work that I've got now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting how I think there there is some thread of destiny, and sometimes we're either the the wrong peg for that hole, and it just it, time kind of runs away with it but sooner or later you realize that you were never you're never going to fit in that spot and it, I mean we've been mates for a few years now and during the time that we've we've been processing all of this together and building business and and doing the, the work that we've been doing it's I mean I I thought of of firing up my career again in that time and because of being I think a bit of a, a generalist as well. I, I just it just felt impossible to get a job at at that, at those higher levels because there's so many people that are perfectly cut square for that position.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean the um recruitment process and the stuff is what I'll call it mm-hmm. that you that you need to write filling out criteria. I mean it it's enough to turn you off anyway, I think. I, it just, I'm a bit scarred by the whole process now because that agonizing over, you know, it's hard enough to write about yourself, let alone write about yourself and build yourself up to a level where you'll even get a glimpse, get someone's attention um, yep. so that you can get an interview and beg for a job, you know, and be under that thumb and under the pump for them rather yep. than, rather than for you yeah so it's i think it's more important to see whether people are a good fit together yes rather because you can teach anyone anything i i think and Pretty much. there's technology now where most the technology does most the thinking and decisions for you anyway all you need to do is make sure that it's working right and fix any errors that's probably a bit too basic but um, it's really difficult when you're in a team of people that you can't stand or they don't talk to you or they exclude you um, that is more detrimental to your personal health I think um, than the, than the actual work itself.
0: Yes it's not healthy. And there's enough things attacking us um, that we don't need to uh, we don't need to adopt more not healthy. So, I mean, I just don't think people survive in those situations anymore.
1: I don't think they do either. And the ones that the ones that are still in there, like the old school, like they've got real serious health issues. You know, things that'll probably impact them for the rest of their lives, as opposed to something that you can you can get over. Yeah, you know, through some time out or you know, lots of nutrients and vitamins and things. Um, I would I would hope that times are changing. I think they are because I think future generations command it, demand it, and command it.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if they don't see it, you'd hope that people close to them could guide them or make them help them make that call or that decision. Because it's, um, I mean, you, you said nutrients and vitamins to heal them. But even to to have that realization, to make that decision that all of a sudden I need to reconsider what I'm sticking in my mouth and maybe I need to add some other good stuff. Um, I mean, that, 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 takes, that takes energy to think about that.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, without even going to work, just your basic health and grooming, it's a full-time job before you even walk out the door.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, did I tell you I, I resorted to track suits. Um because I can't imagine getting clothes ready for work again, going to that whole process. Um I Finding mean you, shirts. Yeah, I mean we're thinking about um, you know, nutrients and like I mean, what about just drinking good water? Or drinking well,
1: water? Yeah, I mean we're lucky that we're in a country where we can have good water and then even the water that we've got, people like to even purified even more for yeah. whatever reasons, but yeah.
0: Well, one thing I haven't, haven't quite understood is, uh, I mean, water's a, a fascinating thing and, and in terms of some of the research done in, in structured water. And oh. I just, I just don't, I mean, when, when have I got time to research that? I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to drink filtered water occasionally and, and I think, well, I'm, I'm lucky to remember to even drink water in the first place I've still got a bad habit of, of going for a, a coffee or a, or a Pepsi Max or a beer over drinking water. Yeah, in, yeah in a, I'm not a, a fan of, of water. I, I I should just put an extra glass, one glass a day. You know, don't. It, but things whenever I remember, I just I go and I, I just chug a whole glass of water, and that's and that's me done. But the thing is, I just don't. It's not a routine thing, and I don't remember to do it. Actually, it's it's my wife that says, you know, you should drink some water. Um, and I think, well, okay, just do as I'm told. And I go drink some water, and I feel I feel good about it. I feel like okay, that's that's one good deed for myself. Like I got to look after the machine. Um, you know, we, we all service our cars, well, most of us do reasonably regularly. Um, why don't we look after ourselves?
1: Well, yeah, it's a good question, and age old, I think. But you know, I think that um, we're taught to put others before ourselves, so. So we put ourselves last for care self care
0: self care i, I got to um i got to look into that just uh i mean I, i'm just I'm just not regular with that kind of stuff, even just uh well with any personal check in
1: yeah i mean i'm I'm not a fan of water I have to make myself drink water, but I found that i i do like tea, so as long as i'm not putting you know as long as it's herbal tea and I'm not putting things in it um then that's that's a good compromise for me. But I think you've, you've just got to find – I mean, your body will let you know if it's dying of thirst when your kidneys start – Aching. Shrinking. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I, I not long ago had a, an ultrasound to, to check in on, on myself, and um, I had to ask the, the young girl that was doing it where my kidneys are just in case they were hurting. I didn't even know – I mean, I knew where they were, to an extent, but I, I wanted to map them out. So it was like, if, if there is an ache here, then that's something to be, to be aware of. I mean, like, is, is that just, a, that's a really lame, um, just a, a sad example of, of, uh, you know, even if someone said, well, how do your kidneys feel? I'd be like kidneys. Uh, can you point them out for me? Um, I mean, and I've just been a bit of lower, lower back pain because I'm probably sitting in a chair too much and, and I tend to lean one way or the other. um, So I probably should do some more yoga. But I mean, I just—I mean, we don't—we don't know—we don't know enough about how to take care of ourselves. And I think the—I feel like the whole medical industry just takes advantage of that.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, pretty much—I don't know—most industries rely on that because you know that's their—that's their area of expertise. When you're not doing what you don't know that you don't know about yourself, then they're they're waiting to take your money and look after your body for you seeing you can't do it.
0: Yeah. I need a logbook.
1: Yeah, they my... say they say that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I just I just thought like when you buy a car is the first thing you ask for. You know, is the log book up to date? Yeah, that's true. It's like can you imagine getting married and going can I have a look at your log book? <laughs> what what have you had done recently?
1: Probably asking lots of other things, but yeah, logbook would be good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just is sort of silly, um, you know, doesn't connect to anything kind of relevant in a way, Um, but, but, you know, it doesn't make any sense in in this type of, in this reality of life. Um, Another thing um, regarding health and and drinking water and and coffee that I'm, that I'm struggling with, it's like, you, you know, when you get exposed to some information, and you you don't know if it's true or not but you can't shake it off and i haven't in well i i think i did try and investigate this a little bit in in a small amount of free time that i have and i couldn't even get to i couldn't even work it out so this is my relationship with caffeine that 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 old drug that that legal drug um that it's available everywhere you can get it any time of the day 24/7 um Fresh, meats, brewed, triple shots—it's—it's it's, all there and it's affordable. Um, I mean, seventy cents at at the Coles Express for a for a little coffee, and it's and it's reasonably good coffee. I mean, Australia's got some of the best coffee in the world, not because we produce it, just somehow we worked out how to roast it properly and how to grind it and how to add water into it. I don't I don't know I don't know what I don't even know if it's a real thing. Someone told me it the other day, and I was like, well, that makes sense because I
1: th- yeah. I mean, I think it's a real thing. I I said to the local cafe down here that this coffee tastes better than the one around the corner, and they said, "Well, we own that shop too. It's the same coffee." I said, "No, it tastes different." Yeah. And so I put it down to the new machine because I I do think it tastes different.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny that we can even tell the difference, but the but yeah, the, so the relationship with coffee, we all need it. And it's and, and and it's everywhere to the point that it's even it's even in, it's on TV everywhere. Um, if you're watching your favorite. Now that I've said it, you, you'll notice. But even just watching movies or television series or just ads that have nothing to do with coffee, there's a coffee cup in someone's hand or they're running to grab It's just it's weird how coffee's everywhere. So my my problem is when you start to dive into and I'm going deep. So okay, here we go seatbelts are on uh <laughs> conspiracy theory time um i mean we're hitting the, the hour mark you know once do a little bit of trim it's probably a bit earlier but so this is the perfect time if you're still here then you then you've earned the good stuff <laughs> there is a there's an issue with coffee the fact that it's available only makes me worry about it even more but when you start to study something as simple as your your own level of consciousness and and begin to understand that your subconscious like like the the iceberg, you you're only operating with the tip of the iceberg. you've got this whole big mind uh, subconsciously operating and making decisions for you and guiding you in all these wonderful ways that you'd have never you'd never be able to even know how your subconscious is manipulating your day to day, recording everything for you, and then re- putting yourself on repeat when you least expect it um, and even I mean this is the childhood trauma coming out as well reenacting yourself from when you're two or three years old um so when you're when you're under the influence of a stimulant all of a sudden your subconscious goes in hyperdrive because you are you're fueling the machine on autopilot and you think that you you've you've drunk the coffee so you're more awake and more alert and and you are you are more alert but the information that I was recently given was that you are consciously kicking your body into fight or flight mode to get through, and and it feels like a, a a raise in energy at the time. So you could you'd be up you're up in the morning straight away, grab my coffee, and boom, I'm ready. I'm at the door, feeling fresh and feeling awake in the car, and you're driving along, and you know listening to your music, and everything's all good. But from a biological point of view. You may as well have ran to work being chased by a pit bull.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, you know, and, and I'm I'm all good with that. I just I just don't like the fact that we don't know um when we start doing research on what what impact does it have on your body knocking yourself into that survival mode on a on a daily basis, multiple times a day there's there's like there's no information about it even you can't even you can't even find the question of what happens when you keep doing that um the research you find is that long-term effects of caffeine might prevent alzheimer's or reduce impacts um it says nothing about long-term wear and tear on your frontal lobes um i don't i don't know I don't know what's happening here, and and I'm I'm struggling because if I was to, if I was to you know live in a pretty hectic life myself, if I had to go off coffee, I don't think I could do before lunchtime. I think I think I'd be your your early morning starts at one p.m.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at any of the health gurus roaming around the planet, all of them all of them well, they say they don't drink coffee. You know, they're into their juices and smoothies and um, restructured water and well, fruits and those sorts of things. So, I mean, I, I, I just did a test on myself years ago about coffee because there was a big thing about it in those days and um, going to work every day. Every, every person's picking up their coffee and if they're not buying it at the cafe, they're making it at work. They're all into it. So I just thought I would stop it and see what happens. And I got headaches. I got pounding headaches from not (laughs) drinking coffee. (laughs) That's right. And, um, you know, went into withdrawal. And then, I don't know, it might have been a week or 10 days and I just thought I'd try coffee and I could feel my whole body start to shake. That caffeine just made it shake. So I think it definitely does have an impact on you, but you get so used to it when you're drinking. Because I can remember going to the doctors and they would say, you know, do you smoke, do you drink alcohol? And how many cups of coffee a day do you drink? It was a thing. It was a medical thing that they didn't want you doing. Um, they were promoting to reduce your coffee intake, and now they don't care. They don't ask that. They, they don't care about coffee. I've never heard the coffee question for the last twenty years.
0: Yeah, I feel like a chapter out of the medical book has been removed because well, I, I've never been asked. Yeah. Okay. Like I think that that's that's music to my ears that at some point in your life you've been asked, and that was a that was a a deal back then.
1: Yeah. I think there's so much money in coffee these days. I mean, when you look at it, I I laugh in jest, but it's just got ridiculous where, you know, some places are charging up to $8, $10 a cup of coffee that costs them cents to produce. Um, it just blows my mind that it's, it's become a real thing now. And you wouldn't, yeah. you know, if you ask anyone about the health concerns of coffee these days... They'll probably look at you weird. Yeah. What are you on about?
0: Yeah, it's only it's only good, right? Yeah. <laughs> only yeah, I mean the Australia runs on it. So, you know, if you you know, that's how that's how dad did it and that's how his dad did it. You go visit my grandparents and it's straight away. Coffee, Coffee. black, no sugar, perfect. You're one of us. One no of us. And, yeah. and that in that that's where the conspiracy theory comes into play. Because if you are animating your subconscious, and like me, you've grown up on thirty plus years of Hollywood, then we already are programmed i'm I'm programmed to think America, and I can't help not think that because that's all my subconscious has absorbed for the last you know three decades. so I'm drinking coffee and I'm just you know reanimating these unconscious thoughts. To the point that I'm making these unconscious decisions based on other people's programming that I've never I didn't even know that I wasn't making a decision so if we do this for decades it makes us very serving we obey
1: yeah well I mean it's probably do I dare compare it to smoking when I was watching watching a movie where they still smoked on aeroplanes and trains, public transport. I remember those days, um, you know, and the cigarette companies were saying that, you know, smoking was good for you.
0: Well, it relaxed you. And who wants stress?
1: Yeah, yeah. And now it's, you know, the worst thing you can be doing is is smoking. Yeah. So I I imagine coffee will do its cycle of healthy not healthy, and like you say, I have not heard in my lifetime any of the long-term effects, impacts from from coffee, but they've got to be there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, he's a funny, somewhat connected story. Um, I I was YouTube in how to run, like how should people run? Is Is there a particular style? That's healthier for you because you know if you, if you put your joggers on and go running down the street on the pavement it's a lot of shock on your ankles and knees and hips and it's you know it's for young people they won't notice but you know now that now that we're getting a bit on yeah um, you can't just put on your joggers and go for a run because you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself yeah um, and I'm speaking from experience I mean it's it's annoying when you finally get the courage to go for a jog and then you come back and you' you're hurt. Uh, or at least you hurt the next day. Um, so I was looking: is there a, is there a style? Like, how should you how should you move? Where should your feet land? Should you land on you know on the flat on your foot, ball of your foot? Should you, your your the back of your foot hit the ground first? So I mean, it just seems like a silly thing because everyone we all know how to run, but do we? So I'm asking the questions, and so I'm looking at at how to run, and I'm thinking if I was to run from a pit bull, would I would I even think about it? I'd be going as fast as I could. Um, uh, yep. however I could, and you know, it wouldn't matter how it w- I wouldn't even think about what's touching the ground first. I would just be, I will just be going. And that's, that's the example that gets me concerned about if I was to drink a, a double shot coffee at eight thirty in the morning before I head into the, the office, um, how am I running? How am I answering the phone? How am I moving through the office? Who, you know, how am I, how am I composing myself? And it's not me. It's the reaction man. It's the guy on autopilot. And, and I think that's how people can work 30 years in the same job. I no, mean, Not anymore. That doesn't happen. But that, that's how people just get in the groove and, and waste their life away. And we're in the business of dreams and waking people up and getting them living their, their purpose. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at coffee like it's the enemy.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, think, you, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it, it is. It is it's an addiction. It's another addiction that we get to play with.
0: Yeah, I, I just I mean, I love the stuff. I love the way I feel after drinking a coffee in the morning. You know, and and, and maybe adding a, a cookie or two. Um, or even just a bit of fruit toast, you know, with um with, with butter. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Have a bite, sip your coffee. Um I mean any any pastry actually. Um this is the issue. But there's there's a lot of brothers and sisters that are asleep at the wheel.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's autopilot and because of the life that we live in and kids and jobs and bills and things. Yeah. Um in life that we we've got to f- show up front up day after day whether we want to or not and if it's a day when you don't want to, well, then that coffee is a good numb out.
0: Totally. 18 hours a day. Go for it. Yeah. With that being said, I had a coffee before this podcast, so I can't be judged. This is my I'm, – I'm in reaction time right now, slow-mo.
1: Well, that – I mean, unusually I had coffee tonight as well, so <laughs> your your vibes must be coming my way, but – um, and I don't normally – have a coffee when we do the podcast, but um, I find that, you know, it doesn't keep me awake. If I want to go to sleep, I go to sleep, but I know a lot of people who, you know, are kept up, you know, they won't have a coffee after four o'clock, say, oh, no, 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 can't have coffee after four o'clock, so okay then, missing out.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I did go for a break from coffee not long ago, like I'd say this year. I went maybe a month where I just I just didn't drink I didn't drink coffee and I did my best not to drink caffeinated drinks. And one day I gave in and I had a coffee and it was it was probably mid afternoon, maybe around four or five o'clock. And I, I was wide awake at eleven o'clock at night. Twelve okay. o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, so, wow, this is this is good stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so did you have withdrawals in as well?
0: Oh I, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. I mean, it was. It was worth taking a penadol or two over it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just because, yeah, that you just, um, yeah, the, it was mainly for the headache. But you know, at the time, I didn't even think the, the headaches were part to do with the coffee. So I didn't even. It was just I, I just didn't feel right. So, um, you know, no, no downtime. So take a penadol. You know, chemical lifestyle and and get on with it. It's funny hmm. reflection.
1: Yeah. Take one drug to counteract the other one. Yeah. To get you through the other one
0: more. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um I mean I've got no intention of, of giving it up, even knowing what I know, because I, I I didn't find that much research on it. I I mean I was there was a few understandings of, of how it, it replaces the, the caffeine attaches itself to the receptors in the brain that uh, where normally the the other thing that makes you feel tired would connect to, but the caffeine's already in its parking spot, so it keeps moving around the blood and it doesn't Ooh. go away. It stays in whatever, whatever that is. I think it starts with E, um, but it stays in your body. And the caffeine's got six hours of half life, so once the caffeine runs out, you do start to feel tired, and it's like, oh, okay ready for another coffee and then you drink another coffee and then it does it again. So you get loaded up on this. I mean, I, mean, I assume it's a waste product of the mind in your brain. So um, if you drink coffee before you go to bed, you still sleep, but you, you haven't, you haven't processed this, this, Thing, this chemical that's in your in your blood that your brain has to process or your body has to get rid of it. I don't know, I don't know how it happens. So eventually you do need to sleep. You can't you know live in this high performance life. I thought, how can I just? I mean, you know, which is haven't we worked out how not to sleep yet? Apparently you we haven't. <laughs>
1: well, I I can remember when it was a thing, um, which was looked upon as you know, you're the man or you're the girl if if you you can function on four hours of sleep or six hours of sleep and get up and go, 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 and, and that was seen as a positive thing, something that you're rewarded with and, um, you know, given attention to because you don't need eight hours sleep like everyone else. You must be superhuman. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, well,
0: I, I think you do need eight hours of sleep. Um, not that I've seen that for many, many years. I don't even know what that feels like.
1: So what do you more? average then? Um, I would say
0: around six. Okay. And I'd say that that's probably been that's probably been kind to myself. But I mean it's not six hours complete. It's six hours with a few screaming kids in the middle there somewhere. Yeah. Um or, or with a foot in my face. Yeah or, or being pushed out of the bed. Um yeah, I mean so I, I haven't had yeah, I probably if I can get four hours of uninterrupted sleep, I'm probably doing pretty good.
1: Okay, so your body's probably making the most of those four hours, knowing that something else could happen at any moment
0: yeah, I've no problem falling asleep
1: yeah
0: i'm I'm one of those pillow where my head hits the pillow and I'm oh I'm, gosh yeah
1: uh, yeah, that's good
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's something i would hate to think you I couldn't sleep um that that sounds horrible,
1: yes. So where are we at, Aaron? Are we towards the end? Are we going to our tips now, seeing that we've um, covered coffee, sleeping, and health?
0: Um, let's see. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to go in there because I feel like in a, in a roundabout way, um, I, I'm feeling very relieved right now. I think I've had my, my year's worth of, of ranting, so um, so I'm, so I'm, I'm good. Oh, a year's worth, geez. Yeah, just only, about yeah a couple sorry. of hours for me. Well, <laughs> only because I I can't think of what else to rant about. It was like I've kind of covered all the um you know, dissatisfying topics in my life. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've had a whinge about clients. I've had a whinge about advertising and, and TV. And I've had a whinge about mind control. And then the conspiracy of of my love hate relationship with coffee, because <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's the true enemy or not. I'm conflicted.
1: All right, I'll ask you in 20 years.
0: I'll keep a, I'll keep a, everyone updated on my relationship with coffee. With Coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I just I just I just can't sleep. I mean, I just don't. I, i'm gonna try i'm i'm really i'm i'm gonna try and get to bed earlier that's, that's, this is my my commitment to the to the cause
1: okay all right well, you've said it out loud now, so that makes it true
0: yeah yeah well actually you know what actually, you know i'm gonna re- I'm gonna make a note i'm gonna research why is sleep so important maybe that's gonna to give me some insight into why caffeine's no good for you well
1: of course your body's got to rejuvenate repair all the damage that we do in our waking hours. I think I think that's the short answer, but I could be wrong.
0: Stay tuned. But you let me know. With my official
1: report. <laughs> I I heard a guy. I just wanted to include this because I found it quite profound. Well I'll say who it was. It's David Foster. I watched his documentary today about his life and I didn't really know who he was. And I thought to myself, "Why don't I know who he who he is and that would be because we're on the other side of the world but and I don't pay that much attention to credits and things, but he's a um pretty amazing um producer music producer, and has done some amazing things but um and I quote him, but he said that um because he, i think he's sixty sixty seven and he's and he said he still thinks he's got another good 15 years left. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, You know, and he's reflecting on his life. But what he said was, I mean, for the amazing genius that he is and what he's done and um, for him to be reflecting back and and looking at how he went about life, how he went about business, because he was very, very much a straight talker. Um, Excuse me, didn't beat around the bush or mince his words. only stood for excellence and the best that he could get out of you and out of himself. But what he said was that made my ears prick up was that he'd say Monday, Wednesday and Fridays he'd wake up and think he was the greatest thing ever. Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays he'd wake up and think that he sucked and that he hadn't accomplished anything and that he was fake and a fraud. And Sundays he wouldn't think about it at all. And I really love that, that analogy because of himself because he was just showing that he struggles with that human stuff that we probably all have, part of us going, yeah, you're amazing, the other part going, no, you're not, you know, having that conflict within your head and then trying to portray to the world that you are amazing when maybe you don't think that you are. Um so yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Uh
0: you know, I I do appreciate that because I feel like um, you know, as as one of our grandmasters of life, I think uh I've kind of tamed some of those voices in my head, like the the those uh, I don't know where they come from, but I I mean, you know, we are all going through this this life with different missions and and tasks. Um and, and we're trying to unlock that as we go. We're still trying to find out why we're, why we're here or what we're doing. And, yeah, there's just – I don't understand why humans have to be so mentally fragile. Like There doesn't seem to be a logical reason for that. I, I think it's, it's just an accumulation of, of, of experiences. And, and why do they have to – like why is there a karmic thing with that that for some reason it echoes back to us? In, in random ways, whether it's positive or negative, um, and and it's so, um, yeah. Not understanding why that happens, I think there's you, you, but understanding that it is happening, you can begin to build up a uh, like a strength of being able to prune those thoughts and and tame those voices before they do affect you. Um,
1: before they so, immobilize you and keep you in bed, and you know. Can't look out the other side to um, to get up and go to work.
0: Yeah, but but having the a-, a level, and I've, I've got no idea of this infinite staircase how high it goes. But having a level of being able to tame that, um, it's never ending. Like I think there's still you still have those those weasels of of doubt that somehow still get in, and you got to shake them off real quick. Uh,
1: yeah, I. You know, when when you say that, I think to myself, well, <coughs> excuse me, it's all the um, all the things I got in trouble for that I shouldn't have got in trouble for that linger back there.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear that. Because I'm just now, I'm just imagining me rousing on my four year old for for not packing the toys away, and I'm thinking, does it really matter? Like it just it doesn't matter. No. Um, but and I'm thinking, how is this going to affect her in the future? Like what what am I creating here? And I think in in the childhood trauma app we we spoke about this. And and I thought as long as I can guide her, like you know, in 15 years time, as long as I'm still, uh, as long as she her ears can still hear me, we will I will do my best to help her resolve these issues yeah. after the fact. Because yeah. in the in the moment it's it's too late and and <sighs> it's not really in my control of how she's interpreting this. In her four-year-old mind and what her subconscious is is absorbing like I really I really don't know and and I, and I'm tiptoeing every day around this stuff which is why it's important like to find time to take it to the park and and do all these other other things and and you know we, we go to the shops and we kind of you know muck around um, to so that you know when there's an incident that that does seem to cut deep Um hopefully there's enough of the good stuff that she can brush it off and it's just this weird thing is i mean parenthood is just a it's a wild journey
1: it's a big responsibility and and i you know congratulate you on your insight into that because you know when i had my daughter i didn't have that level of insight um no way in the world and i've had to learn that over the years and thank god for personal development and all of the stuff that I did go and do. So I didn't make it worse than what it was, you know, by perpetuating it, by being unconscious, by, you know, continuing to do the things that hurt them.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at the situation now and I mean we all we all do our best. So there's there's no there's no judgment passed um to anyone, but it's all relative. Mm. So as much as I feel like I've got a level of insight. It doesn't it doesn't help. I'm still struggling. It's still the same fight. Yeah, I, I still don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah,
1: no one does though. You know, yeah. like you, there's no set of instructions. There are there are more books now than there ever have been, and in information on how to raise children. But it's still it's still a hard job. There's there's so unique and different in how they receive. Your parenting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of make the joke. That's you know, that's why you that's why you got to have a whole bunch, you know, because you you always you always ruin the first one, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh Um, dear, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I'll I'll apologize every day, but uh, I mean I I mean it can't be that. I mean I'm the first child in my family, and I'm and I'm sound as a pound. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. That's a worry. (laughs)
1: All right, shall we go to our um, tips for the week? Yeah, Aaron? Let's, let's get into it. Me first? Um,
0: no, that's have you I got mean, yours? Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm good to go. Well, because okay. you, always, you always, I feel like you always go first, so I'll, I'll go first okay. this time. So, um, I I always seem to give hints during the during the show, so they might seem familiar, but my first one's to check yourself. I think it's, um, I, I mean, it's just it's it's part of the self care stuff because it's, it's important to know where you're at. Um, but sometimes you forget. So when I, so I'm, I'm saying this and reminding myself it, it should be like a daily thing. Like what's, like what's, what's stressing you out and, and why are you stressed? And if you just took a breath and, and looked up at the clouds, you'd realize it is not, it's not really, no matter what it is, it's not really a big deal. What, you know, what will be will be and you've only got so much control. So just, just let it go and, and look after yourself. So that's, that's my first tip and I think it's pretty general but I mean, you know, it's is it is it healthy to rant? I I think if it's upsetting you that much, then yeah, you need to talk about it. But in general, you don't really need to talk about it. You you kind of already know where you stand on it. It's upsetting you, so you've already made a, a point. Um at the end of the day you just gotta take care of business and that that begins with looking after yourself. So moving into tip number two, I find um, systems and routines are are really helpful. Um, so, I mean, and I'm going to tie this back in with the whole coffee, coffee issue. Um, if, if you know that, you know, you, you, you are an autopilot in the morning because you've got the people in your back pocket, then you've got to have a good system. Like you gotta know what, what you're doing in the morning, put your keys in the same spot every day. Like it's just about minimizing this the minimizing the stress and the pain of of not being able to find your keys or where's my wallet? And I know it happens. Um, but I mean if you just put your stuff in the same spot, if you just go through the same routine, you you know, you know where your socks are gonna be. Like it just sounds so basic. But it's kinda of funny because I mean, I know this stuff and it's still like why why am i still trying to get this stuff right so you know get your systems in order get your routines down um and then it just just helps you smile in those in those early moments of the morning where you just you know you don't want to be you don't want to be up to start with you think you'd rather be in bed but it's like bam the alarm clock goes off you're straight up a b c d you know exactly what you're doing by the time you get halfway through the alphabet you're 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 solid. You're good. Mm. So and then tip number three is um is to be aware of what we're being exposed to. So um I think it's I mean th- these tips are relevant to me because I'm I'm really considering this stuff. But yeah, the the whole mind control seems like you know sci-fi silliness but when you consider that we are bombarded by ads on social media and we're being manipulated on a, on a day-to-day basis like half the time you can look at your emotional state and it's it's fair enough to say I'm not responsible for how I'm feeling right now because you're probably not you you probably it's it's you're being affected by what your subconscious mind's taken in so I I know things like you know be be aware of what what you're watching in movies and how that's going to affect, you know, the quality of your of your sleep and what you're dreaming about. And it, I think if you if someone's listening and they think uh, Aaron's being a bit silly and this doesn't affect me, like that just shows how unconscious they potentially could be.
1: Yes, like some of the sheep across the road, maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, the, definitely the cows.
1: <laughs> definitely the cows. Yeah.
0: Uh, I've seen how they react to watching themselves get slaughtered. Nothing. Oh.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> don't do that. No. Don't 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 look up those videos.
1: No. No. Can't do it. I lo- animal lover.
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah. not good.
1: Maybe not snakes and spiders, but yeah. They all have a role to play, apparently. Okay, so my tips are my first one was A bit like you, where you say, check yourself, I've said, ask yourself, will this rant serve the best interests of you and the other person? And usually a rant won't, unless it's done in such a way that it's engaging to the other person, so then they start ranting, but then you've got two people ranting, which really doesn't serve any purpose and just becomes a waste of energy. Yeah. Um, But I do think rants have their place. You know, it it is good to get stuff out and not hold it in. Um, So tip number two is take your time before ranting. And I guess that's more on the emotional side of things because um, it's probably hard to rant without being emotional. There's got to be something fueling it, anger maybe, yeah. frustration, um, you know. Usually. Turn those right down and, um, and take some time. You know, don't write that email that you're going to show them who's right. You know, just put it in the draft and do it tomorrow. I guarantee it'll be completely different. Um, tip three, if you must rant... Then do it in a safe environment and do it with your ramp buddy. Work out who your ramp buddy is, and um, and and go for it. But then sometimes I'll put a proviso in there because sometimes your ramp buddy might not be your buddy for life, and that could turn on you as well.
0: Oh yeah, you got to have the uh, privacy enabled.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> Do not disclose.
0: <laughs> yeah, non-disclosure agreement. Are we friends that's yet?
1: It. That's right. That's Can it. I trust you? That's it. Wow, I mean, that's... I find myself doing that more and more these days. I, I was always a person that took someone at face value, but I've learned over the years and especially recently not to do that anymore, you know? Okay. you really got to um, let people prove who they really are to you.
0: So uh, what does that what does that mean you You tread lightly or you you don't you don't trust people as quick
1: Yes, probably probably more the don't trust people as as quick as i I usually would. I mean obviously I don't look at everyone thinking I don't trust you i don't think you know I don't do any of that, but I'm more discerning um, yeah, more discerning about people.
0: We're going to start a whole other episode right now. Which, you don't know, <laughs> you know, sign off. Uh, yeah, I mean, yep. that, wow. That's, um, yeah, That that's that's interesting. Trust in people. I, yeah, I'm, I'm holding back because that's, that's another rant coming on.
1: All right. We're going to have to add. We're going to have to add somewhere. So yeah, that is a good one.
0: Yeah. That, that's round two.
1: Yeah. Season two. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Yeah.
0: I'll be here. I like it too much.
1: I'll and be I, here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like always, thanks for having me. And thanks that's for a having wrap.
1: Me. That's a wrap. See you next week.